welcome to My Little House of Prayer Ministry. I am your host, Dayla Smith. I first want to thank all of you for your patience during the time of construction as well as the warfare. This is the eighth time I record this, so apparently it's very important to you. This is such an awesome time to be in. Karen Mosley loved to say, God saves the best for last. Why? To show off brilliantly. The day Jesus was born in a lowly manger, he chose to create a new star in the heavens. He opened the heavens to some lowly shepherds and let them see and hear the angels' declaration and song. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is still showing off gloriously in each and every soul that comes to him and accepts his son, Jesus Christ, in their hearts and lives. Once you come to Christ, you are under construction. This is something we must remember for ourselves and others. This is my testimony of what the Lord has been doing in my life. Five years ago, I had to leave my home and family with just a shirt on my back. It was a very bad situation. An evil spirit told me that if I valued my life, I would leave now. So I did. It was in January of 2017, the coldest, wettest night and day of the year. So I go to my church. It is locked up. I call my pastor. He was out of town in a family situation. So where do I go next? I asked the Lord, where do I go? You see, when you are building something new, you have to tear down the old. In each and every one of us, we have to die to ourselves. We have to tear down the old man to build up our new man. We are under construction. When you are under construction, you learn to walk and talk with the Lord. You learn to hear his voice. You are supposed to learn what it sounds like to the point you can discern him from all the others. This takes time. Construction takes time. So I asked the Lord where to go next. He spoke, your sister in Christ lives down the road. Go there. Knock on her door. She will let you stay there. I only met her and her husband one time at church and once when I cleaned their home. She had told me that if the car was gone, no one was home. We got there and the car was gone. I looked up and said, Lord, she said if the car was gone, there's no one home. Go knock on the door. By now I'm getting out of the car, still arguing while being obedient. Oh, come on now. Don't judge me like you haven't done it at one point either. <laughs> I am getting out of the court, reminding the Lord what she said. I knock on her door, and lo and behold, the door opens. My jaw hit the floor while I looked up at him. I told her, um, I need a place to stay for a while. She thought I meant a visit until I started unloading my suitcases. <laughs> She then said, whoa, wait a minute. I have to talk to my husband first. He'll be home this evening. So we waited. He came home and she talked it over with him. Seven years later, I am still here. We are even closer than ever. Never forget where you came from or the people who helped you get there. I am so grateful to them. 
You see, their home was and has been a safe haven for me for five years. Only God could do this. Two years later, a substantial amount of money came in, with which the Lord created a way to purchase a small piece of land and a shell of a home that was placed on it. You see, the Lord I serve owns the cattle on a thousand hills. According to Psalm 50, verse 10 through 12, For every beast of the forest is mine, and the cattle upon a thousand hills. I know all the fowls of the mountains, and the wild beasts of the field are mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell thee, for the world is mine, and the fullness thereof. He also provides for me, according to Psalm 37, 25. I have been young and now am old, yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. In October 2019, my stuff was in their shed, making it hard for him to move around. Your stuff has to get out of my shed. Find a place now, please. So I bought a piece of land. Then I bought my house to put on it. I had decided every detail of my house at least the outside, the paint, the trim, how many doors and windows, what kind and color shingles, and square footage. It arrived on December 4th. When I walked in, the Lord said, Merry Christmas. You know how you've been nagging me about having an upper room? Well, look up and take your pick. There's two. I squealed with sheer delight. God never gives you a dream that matches your bank account. He's not interested in your bank account. He's interested in your faith account. It was at this point he gave me a scripture to stand on when he told me he was going to finish the inside of my home. Now, I don't believe in time-out scriptures, but he wanted to make a point. In 2 Chronicles 16, 9, he says, for the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward him. Well, my faith trembled a bit, so I went to my pastor. That is what he is there for, to gain wisdom and encouragement, to equip the saints amongst other gifts and talents. I made an appointment to see him. I went and told him, Pastor, my faith is a little shaky, but I need you to believe God with me. He said he is going to finish my house. What I really wanted to tell him was that I thought that I was crazy and imagining what the Lord had told me. That is not what I got. What I got was, are you asking the church to build your house? I sat upright in my chair and declared, no, I'm asking you to believe God with me. You know, sometimes the Lord wants to hear faith come out of your mouth. According to Matthew 15, 21 through 28, Then Jesus went thence and departed into the coasts of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan come out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is vexed with the devil. But he answered her not a word, and his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she crieth after us. But he answered and said, I am not sent but to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, 
help me. But he answered and said, It is not meat to give the children's bread and cast it to the dogs. And she said, Truth, Lord. Yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. You see, he kept saying no to her. She kept giving back faith, faith and worship. She acknowledged his divine headship. She worshiped his divine headship. So my pastor responds, oh, okay. In Psalm 37, 23, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. This scripture carries me the rest of the way. The Lord put me in the path of people who helped me along the way. I found my pantry on the internet. The person who delivered it found out that this was something the Lord was doing, told me he had more stuff I would need and that I was welcome to it. He would come get me to go get it. Be it, he was a very busy man. Well, the day came that he came to pick me up to pick out what I would need. It wasn't until I jumped in the truck that I began to pray and ask God, please don't let this man be hauling my body off somewhere. (laughs) So I am a talker. Anybody who knows me knows I am a talker. I love to talk about Jesus and the things he is doing and has done in my life. That's all he heard the rest of the trip. He would smile and tell me the things he was wanting to accomplish in the town I live in. Out of that trip, I gained a friend, a toilet, bathroom sink, backsplash, front steps, and a headboard for my bed, and a dresser. I got home, and a person I knew was screaming at me. Are you crazy? Do you just jump in any truck that picks you up? To which I responded, if they have something to help finish my house? Yes. Well, did you know he was a pastor? He's a pastor. Ask your pastor. No, I did not know that. Yet in my heart, I was secretly praying, thank you, Jesus. (laughs) When I got to church that evening, I asked my pastor what the man's name meant to him. He told me that he was a pastor and a close friend of his. Not long after this, a neighbor had a relative visiting her. She came to see the house the Lord was going to finish. She kept talking about the peace on the property. As she was leaving, she stopped at the end of my driveway. She looked up and smiled as she said, My little house of prayer. Yes, that sounds good. Then she looked at me and said, He said to go make a sign now. He's calling it his little house of prayer. That is how this ministry got its start. I learned a lot about prayer in my walk with the Lord and that the Lord's people do not know how or that they could even pray for themselves effectively. That is what this ministry is about, what I've learned along the way. Now, along the way, a friend installed my electrical. Thank you, Jesus, for him. So I lived with that brother and sister in Christ for five long years. They put up with me. We still love each other. They supported me as I went along. He helped me make sure my piers and pads were level. Whatever tools I needed, he let me use. 
We have a deal during the spring and summer. I can use his riding lawnmower as long as I cut his yard too. Along the way, I obtained insulation for free and bought a hot water tank. Everyone that came in my life heard about Jesus. There were just so many people that came my way that when they heard what the Lord was doing, wanted to contribute. In my waiting for the Lord to provide the rest of the inside, walls, ceilings, plumbing, and a bathroom with a shower, I kept on occupying till Jesus comes. In other words, occupying till the promise comes. I took care of the landscaping on the outside. I needed trees for shade, so I planted some. You know, nothing the Lord does doesn't come without a fight. Not everyone was happy about me having a nice piece of land and a home. There was so much warfare. Why are you spending money on bird seed and plants? You could be spending it on walls and ceilings. A dollar is not going to buy walls, but it can buy bird seed, flowers, small cans of paint. Besides, the Lord said he was going to finish it. Oh, you put everything on God. You have to be more responsible than that. Not everything is on God. In my mind's eye, yes, I put everything on Jesus. Because I learned in the beginning of my walk with him that I am nothing, know nothing, have nothing, nor can do absolutely nothing apart from him. I just get to be a part of a very big plan. And what an awesome plan it is. And what an awesome walk it has been since then. I am ever so grateful to him. He accepted me and took time to work with all of my flaws and failures. A holy, righteous God loves me, even when the world does not. You see, this construction is not about me. It's not about anything I did or did not do. It is about him and his name. When he spoke to my heart and I locked my faith to it by confessing it over and over again at different opportunities, his name was on the line. And remember, his name is above every name. Then this year, the Lord provided another substantial amount of money. With it, was able to put my wood floors down, paint my porch and railings, and install the plumbing. I got the floors for a really low price. The paint is a funny thing. I was at Walmart trying to get the paint for the porch. The Lord said to wait, but I insisted. Well, he just kept the door closed. The poor woman trying to help me began to cry. I started laughing more and more at the fight. I told her, sis, don't worry, quit getting upset. This is the Lord's doing. I'm trying to push a door open and he is insisting that I wait. She calmed down and I left with what I needed. Then as I'm going home, I stop at another store to get some things. Well, right there at the front door was the exact color and paint I needed to paint the porch. Get this, five dollars a can. I laughed so hard as I was putting cans in my buggy. He spoke up. Aren't you glad you waited? Keep in mind, he said it with a tone of sarcasm with a smile that said, my poor child, she still has a lot to learn. Well, I hired a plumber who was supposed to be good at his job. 
The Lord wanted to save his soul. Let me tell you about the power of anointing your property and home. I was led to anoint my home and property. Do not do this unless you are ready for spiritual warfare. This is very serious. It can cost your life if you aren't led by the Spirit of God. You have to have a true relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. All of the instructions are found in Exodus, Leviticus, and Deuteronomy. And in Acts 19, verse 11 through 20, the seven sons of Sceva tried to perform a deliverance without a relationship with Jesus Christ, and the demonic spirits abused them and sent them out screaming and naked before they turned them loose. This is very dangerous territory for an unbeliever or someone trying to do it without the leading of the Holy Spirit. I have been walking with the Lord since 1994. He has taught me a lot about spiritual warfare. Some of my learning was hands-on. Warfare requires preparation. You cannot just walk into warfare without the training and preparation. That is where your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ comes in. He is your leader. He has your life in his hands. And I promise you that he takes that very seriously. And just like things can go wrong without him and his leading, things can go absolutely right under his covering. True believers were drawn to the peace that met them as they came on the property. Others were anxious and ran off the property. Some would even want to come onto the property but would instead pace on the road. And I'd just shake my head and, and smile at the goodness of the Lord. Back to the plumber. At first, he was excited about the job at hand. He had all kinds of plans. But he also had different plans. Because his plans were not for the house but for him, he grew more and more nervous and ready to leave as soon as he would come on the property. To get him to come at all was an act of Congress. Don't ever pay all the amount up front. Also, do not pay a little at a time. That is how he got all the amount of his quote without doing the job he promised. His relative who suggested him to me finally stepped up and said, Enough. He went and picked him up, telling him he would pay him again, but he wasn't leaving until he finished. He got me water and that was it, with an attitude, let me tell you. I did not let him treat me as if I was stupid and naive. He thought he could be ugly with me, but I well stood up to him. He never came back, and later I found out that the Lord moved him away from my town. The Lord doesn't play when it comes to how we treat one another or how anyone treats a child of God. That was last year. Fast forward to this year. The Lord provided a very large amount of money to finish my bathroom ceilings and walls and to move my hot water tank six feet from the breaker box. Also for the permit to turn on the electricity. Through divine appointment, once again, he brought another gentleman that built me a new bathroom with a shower stall like I wanted. He finished the ceilings and walls and moved my hot water tank. He did everything he promised. When I tell you it is absolutely gorgeous, everything was how I envisioned my home. Right down to the kind of wood, I feel like a princess in a wonderful dream. 
It took him all of a week to finish. There were no accidents on the job, and there could have been with the furniture and all other kinds of stuff to work around. Remember, I anointed my home and property as led by the Lord. Not because of me, but because of the Lord and His anointing on this place, this ministry, my little house of prayer. That is what He calls it, my little house of prayer. This is all His. I am just the caretaker of it. I am so blessed to be part of it, hallelujah. Through my time with a man and his grandson, I found out that they all knew my Jesus, that the grandpa was a pastor and now is a minister. So you see, he had three, which speaks of the triune Godhead, involved in helping to birth this ministry. I am close with them and their families, and I love his divine appointments. Faith in God is what truly helped to birth this ministry. Five years I lived across the street believing God would provide. Four years ago I was able to place the building on the property that I also bought for it. In another year, which is five years, it will be paid for. The number five speaks of the Lord's grace. Grace carried me through. Faith in the Lord and His grace birthed all of this. Glory to His wonderful name. I want to leave you with this. If you do not have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ today, here is an opportunity to get to know Him. Let me invite you to pray with me. Lord Jesus, I confess my sins and ask for your forgiveness. Let's take a moment to confess our sins before Him and then thank Him for His forgiveness. Please come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Take complete control of my life, Lord Jesus, and help me to walk in your footsteps daily by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and for answering my prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to welcome you to the family of God. The Lord and all of heaven are rejoicing over your decision. There is a great celebration going on in your honor. Find a church you can sit under that preaches the uncompromising truth. Stay for at least a year. Get a Bible that you can read and start feeding your spirit man who is a new creation. Learn who the Lord is to you and what he expects of you. I can't wait to hear your testimonies. Thank you once again for your patience. Later this week I will post the before pics and after pics. Thank you so much for your support. May the Lord richly bless you throughout your week until we meet again at my little house of prayer.